The Dallas Foundation has been around forever. I mean, close to a century was the first community foundation in Texas. And over the years, they have raised and given away millions and millions of dollars. Just in 2019, they gave $70 million back into the community and spread it around. They've made a few changes, not the least of which is we are late checking in with the new president and CEO, Matthew Randazzo, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for your time. So Mary Jelonic was on the show a couple of times, and she'd been around, I think, since 1929 when it started. <laughs> it's not a nice thing to say. <laughs> but, but you all do, do do a lot of good. So let, let me tell you what caught my eye. is I noticed that you just announced that you have a new chief impact officer. I've never heard of an impact officer. What is an impact officer? Well, great question. Look, long and short, Drex's role as chief impact officer is to help uh, create solutions for our North Texas community, for greater Dallas in particular, that helps children, families, and our community reach its full potential. So Drex helps develop strategy. He partners with civic and philanthropic leaders, helps to direct our grant-making strategy, all in service of ensuring that um, kiddos and families have a strong and healthy start here in Dallas. So this is Drex Owasu. Is that the way you pronounce it? That's right. Drex joined us recently. Uh, most recently, he was the senior vice president at the Dallas Regional Chamber, and uh, he's a, a whole two days into his role at the Dallas Foundation. <laughs> so the, the idea of the foundation is, is a lot of wealthy people want to do something good with their money. In some cases, they really just don't know what, and they want somebody to vet, I guess, the causes, but also to uh, to ferret out and, and find some new ones. You've got to raise a lot of money. Have you been raising a lot of money? Are you Have you been impacted by the pandemic? You know, we, we have been positively impacted by the pandemic in that our donors have given generously and have just been wildly supportive of the North Texas community over the course of the last 18 months. Just a quick data point, David, in the last couple of years, our donors have, have given over, um, have contributed over $100 million each year into the foundation. And we have put between 65 and $70 million a year right back out into the community. So um, the donors have been responsive, they've been generous, and they've really been focused on supporting our most vulnerable in this community who've had a really hard time navigating the health and economic disruption that COVID has created. Well, in this, in this setup, can, can the donor dictate where the money goes? Do you so, get ideas from them too? So we, we do a couple of things. So a donor can certainly recommend or advise as to where they would like a grant to go. And as you might imagine, donors have issues and causes that they care deeply about and specific nonprofits that they have a long track record of supporting. That's the bread and butter, frankly, of the work that we do, really helping to ensure that they can get those resources out. But increasingly, David, our work is around partnering hand in glove with those donors to help them devise impact strategies to help them think through how their philanthropy can really make a change for the North Texas community. And so that's the that's the 2.0 version of community philanthropy, really partnering with those donors to drive impactful change. My sense is this new initiative that's coming out of the White House, this Families First program that's talking about providing uh, pre-K and uh, free uh, pre-K schooling for, you know, three to five-year-olds and and, and maybe community college for everybody. 
This would seem to go hand in glove with with some of your initiatives. It really does. So the Dallas Foundation's board in 2019 adopted a strategy, David, really focused on improving child well-being today and uh, reducing intergenerational poverty tomorrow. So our first signature initiative is really focused on uh, birth to three care. How do we ensure that the youngest in our community in their first thousand days of life have access to all of the care and brain development that they need to, to successfully matriculate into pre-K and then in kindergarten and to be successful throughout. And so we've had a bright focus for over a decade on early learning. And with this recent strategic plan, we're going even earlier again by focusing on children and their families from birth to age three. You know, again, you've got lots of good causes and you, you find those and they come to you, I guess, looking, you know, looking for grants and for money. But on the other hand, you've got to raise the money. I, there, there's also a proposal to take the, the um, tax bracket back close to 40% for anybody making over 400000 I would think this would probably help drive some money your way. I think that that could in fact happen. We we know that our donors are generous, uh, frankly, irrespective of the tax consequences or the tax benefits. We have a long track record of donors putting tens of millions of dollars into the community annually. But when there's a proposed change like this, we do have an opportunity to partner with the donor, partner with their professional advisors if they have a wealth manager or an attorney, and really get strategic about how we leverage their wealth to do good in the community and to be really planful about that over a several year period. And so that's essentially the work that we've been doing in this community for nearly a hundred years. So what's the, what is your community? I'm curious because we say Dallas and I see companies all the time that I know are based in Westlake or Frisco that, you know, for, for PR purposes, just say, well, we're a Dallas based company. So how, what's your reach? Yeah, so the Dallas Foundation is principally focused on Dallas County. And so our board-directed philanthropy, the grant dollars that that we have to distribute uh, directly all go to support Dallas County. But the reality is our donors live throughout North Texas and they give throughout the state of Texas. As you can imagine, David, you know, the challenges that we see in our community, whether they be quality birth to three care affordable housing, transportation, high quality K-12 options for families, those things don't confine themselves to county boundaries. And so while our philanthropy tends to focus on Dallas county-based organizations, the strategies that we're putting together, the coalitions that we're building are really broader throughout the Metroplex. You know, I think there's so many good organizations that have suffered uh, through the pandemic. And, and certainly all the ones that you've mentioned, but also the arts, uh, which were such a thriving part of this community have, have really suffered. Do you involve yourself in the arts at all? We do. We have a, a, a fund called the Ted Adu Fund, which is earmarked for the visual and performing arts. And so we have, have remained committed to arts and cultural institutions throughout the pandemic. We've done several rounds of grant making um, to help meet their needs, uh, both in terms of just general operating support, recognizing this huge cliff that they faced vis-a-vis revenue, but then also getting back into funding special exhibits and performances so that as we return to a little more normalcy, 
um, those in our community can really access this uh, these arts and cultural institutions. But the educational thrust is clearly there. I know your new, I guess it's your new president of, of the board, is the president of, um, of Paul Quinn College. That's right. M- Michael Sorrell just, um, he's been on the board for years, uh, six years roughly. He stepped in as the uh, chairman of the board earlier this month. Um, Michael is a remarkable, recognized and accomplished leader in this community. He's been the longest tenured president of Paul Quinn College, which is a historically black college in the city's southern sector. And he really shares this passion around how do we create opportunities for every last person in our community to to reach their full potential. He's been doing that at Paul Quinn his entire tenure, and now he'll partner with us in in his role on the board to do that more broadly across the county. So do you take requests? Do you have grant forms that organizations fill out, they come to you, or do you go find them? A little bit of both. I mean, I think that the important role of philanthropy is to reach deep into the community and to understand who's doing the most meaningful results-driven work. And so we take both what I'll call a bit of a top-down and bottoms-up approach to that. So we reach into the community to identify those partners. And then we also have more formal grant-making processes where people can apply to funds on a rolling basis. Matthew Rendazzo is the president and CEO of the Dallas Foundation. They do a lot of good. Keep it up. Good to have you with us. Thanks so much. Glad to be here. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.